following podcast may contain some adult language. You've been warned. Those of you who got an invite, welcome to NerdProm. <laughs> no matter where in the world you are, we're all NERDS International. With the hyphen. RPG podcast. This is a show dedicated to the Genesis role-playing system from Fantasy Flight Games, a show in which we, your hosts, discuss all things Genesis from both the players and a GM's perspective. I am Tony Fanning. With me, as always, are my good friends and co-hosts, Chris Holmes and Stefan Dragonspawn. How are we doing, good gentlemen? We're doing good. I'm doing good. Had a nice big supper with friends in Toronto yesterday. Lots of roast beef and risotto. And booze, and <laughs> it's always good. And then, yeah, then dessert, and we played this little game that uh, my friend has called Jackbox TV, where you can use your tablets or iPhones as your buzzers or in devices to enter and answer questions. Different, so different that's slick. Kind of questions of trivia, like you don't know Jack or whatever. Oh, um, nice, cool. So. One one game is where you actually make all kinds of drawings with your fingers on the on the pad, and then type in all kinds of things, and you combine these in different ways to make T-shirts, and then you vote on which ones are the best or the funniest. So, one that was close to winning uh, that, that I chose was basically like a poop emoji and something. What was like, um, my monkey spanked that, <laughs> which was underneath, <laughs> and you can actually order. Yeah, and you can actually order these shirts online <laughs> afterwards too. After you, after you play the game, oh my god! Yeah, seriously, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's pretty slick. That well, was I was fun, uh, and then the day after, sorry, Chris, no, I, no, no, we, I finally went to see Rise of Skywalker. So sweet. No spoilers Yay. though, right? Because no not spoilers, everybody no spoilers. out there exactly. has seen it. I guess. No, no, exactly. Um, the only spoiler is that uh, Darth Vader is still dead. <laughs> mm. Alrighty then. Yeah. Yeah. So I was it's still uh, melting. Uh. <laughs> I was um I I, I was eating um, leftovers. <laughs> I had a shit ton of food this week. Oh my gosh. And um didn't do any gaming, but watch a Mandalorian. Finished up um season four of uh. The Expanse, pretty freaking good, man. Yeah. Liked it. Yeah. Man, cool. it was really good. How about you, Tony? Uh, same thing. Been, I mean, I actually have had some days off for the holidays, so the wife and I were unfortunately sick over the Christmas holiday. We both were oh, wrapped in blankets and eating soup. Mm-hmm. Um, but we binge-watched uh, The Witcher. We binge-watched The Mandalorian. Oh, that was Binge-watched mm-hmm. Night Flyers. Binge-watched... Uh, Night Flyers. What's what's Night oh, Flyers? Oh, dude, it's on Netflix. You got to check it out, man. I'm uh, not going to say any more. It's cosmic horror in space. All right. Or, I do have sorry, a, just horror in space. I must say, all right, internet. I will admit, there's kind of a little. Uh, there's a, a guilty pleasure that I watched with my wife uh-huh. called You, 
on Netflix. Holy fuck, is that creepy? It's more of a oh, yeah. more of a drama and stalker dude on the internet and just his internal monologue throughout the whole show is what makes it. And yeah, it was actually oh, pretty good I, to be honest. Is it, does he work in a bookstore? Bookstore, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, okay. We, started, we started watching it, but then after a while, I was like, nah, too creepy for us. Like, no. It was creepy as <laughs> fuck, man, yeah. but it was good. Anyways, yeah. sorry. It's not like Star Wars or anything like that, but a nope. little guilty pleasure. Still. Enjoyed it, though. Yeah, okay. Oh, and throughout all that, we did our annual Lord of the Rings movie marathon. Oh, of course, oh, you yeah. have to. You have to do that. Yeah. Sweet. That going on an adventure. That's right. But so we are on episode forty-eight, wow. and uh, we have lovingly titled this our year-end blowout. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's get into it then. Are you ready, Stephanie? You ready to boost the signal? Yep. All right. Hey, welcome to Boosting the Signal, where Stefan shares all the hot and steamy Genesis news. Fresh off the wire, fresh off of Out of the Foundry. So, what do you have for us, Stefan? Alright, so some of the stuff is still cooling on the shelf because it just got out of the forge of Foundry. So, it's been hammered and... uh, and put into shape and put out there. The first one is uh, called Secret Agents, which is a compact espionage campaign setting for, of course, Genesis. Uh, the includes all the basic, you know, uh, templates, some careers, uh, twenty-five new talents as well. Oh. So if you want to run like a little espionage. Uh, setting uh, it is technically set, set I think by default in a contemporary uh, setting but you can I'm sure reskin it for yeah. something more lower tech or high tech and made by Lazaro Izagiri Izagir Izagir sure. <laughs> for only two bucks um, I don't know how much I'm glad I'm not the only one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it's Isaguire. You don't know. Isaguire. Right. Yeah. Don't know how many pages it has. Uh, doesn't mention. I didn't get it. Uh, just didn't have time. Uh, but that's one. And then there's one called Power Play. I think this one may have been on the Foundry for a little bit. I'm not sure. It, just, it never registered visually on the on the the Foundry. Power Play, an Android mini campaign. Yeah. So a main campaign which gives the player characters an opportunity to manipulate the future of a specialized organization, a crime syndicate, uh, and an important lunar corporation. So you want to have some action on low gravity, so suitable for four to six players that are moderately experienced. Uh, It can be a variety of archetypes. It doesn't have to be anything specific. So it includes new new locations, NPCs, computer systems to hack it looks pretty cool uh, awesome. and then yeah just they are open-ended a little bit towards i guess for the storyline to develop multiple ways for the pcs to make their own power play uh so written by sterling hershey 29 pages for 
Cool. Go, go check that out if you're into the whole Android. Uh-huh. Need some more stories or ideas. And Sterling also came out with uh, a generic uh, tool called the Genesis, Genesis Initiative Tabs. So you can print them out in cardstock. You can use lots of pages, 37 pages. So some of the initiative cards have a more futuristic uh, backdrop. So you can use it for Android. One is more Realms of Tiranoth with the parchment look. And some are just generic with the orange and blue of uh, the, the core rule book. So you can put those over your G- GM screen, which is now out, of course. <laughs> Sweet. And core the initiatives uh, that way. And you can even cut out, print out and cut out uh, something if you're crafty to make a storage box as well. It includes that nice. as a template. I did a little bit of uh, paper craft over the holiday mm-hmm. here. Made my oh. made my little baby Yoda ornament. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw <laughs> that. Actually, turned out pretty Neat. good. Neat. Sorry. Very nice. Prince Disney Prince Baby Yoda yes. was right <laughs> next to Princess um, Disney Princess Belle from um, right, from Belle, Beauty and uh, the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And finally, there's uh, the Equipment Guide by Christopher Rutenbeck. That's uh, Pay What You Want. Ten pages that... It's not a list of equipment that he put in from various books. It's just he expands a bit on the guidelines on how to create equipment of your own, um, the steps to go through. You know, if you're design armor, you know, how much soak or how little uh, defense and so forth. What would be the cost for something? Uh, adding qualities uh, like reinforced or whatever, uh, and then reskinning sometimes the gear for yeah. other settings like the you know. The painkillers from one setting could be a potion in one, but they do basically the same thing. Cool. So all of that available right now on the Foundry. Get your hot little hands on them. And if you're not sure, like some of them are, like was one of them pay what you want. If you're not sure, get it for free. If you like it, go back, buy it again for a buck or something. Cool. Nice. There we go. Oh, well... Thank you, Stefan. And uh, people, we hope that this little segment has boosted the signal enough to put something new and shiny on your radar. Well, it puts a couple extra dollars in the creator's pockets. That's it. So encourage them to make more. <laughs> Pay the rent so you can make more. <laughs> Shall we go on to 50 Pieces of Awesome? Oh, yeah. I think we should. Welcome to 50 Pieces of Awesome. This is where Chris goes out, scours the interwebs, or if he's lucky enough, a industrious user will throw it in his lap. Which is so what, what you got they this time, did. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you for pointing me there, gentlemen. I don't know if it was you, you or Stefan, but maybe you both did. Um, told me to check our email, and I did, and holy buckets. <laughs> A true Minnesotan saying, yeah, buddy. (laughs) So Nashable out there, thank you for sending the email in, um, has created a structured 
network encounter generator um, out there on the internet. And you can go to it at uh, www.serversofthe.net. <laughs> um, I'll have the I'll have that link in the show notes, obviously. Um, and yeah, you could generate a structured network encounter on a button click by just one button click. I mean, he's got so there are like fifteen ice ices in the rule book, and he's added about there's a total of fifty two um, pulled pulled resources and information from the net run Android Netrunner game. Um, I believe him and uh, Drainsmith created these the cards. And uh, you just go out there. You put in a server name, which I'm going to right now. I'm going to create, call it Zezri Test. And then there's a random number seed. I'm just going to leave it blank, let it create that. And basically the random number seed is a number you can put in there that creates a pseudo-random list of numbers. And if you put in the same seed, it'll generate the same numbers for you. Um, so you can create the same thing over and over if you'd like, if you use the, the correct random seed. Um, Server difficulty will do random. And then there's, oh my gosh, there's all these target subsystems like security cameras, deep archive camera footage, and lighting. And I looked at that and generated a couple of them. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, security cameras. We're going to do deep archive camera footage storage. We're going to do lighting, security doors. And for the hell of it, we'll just do the elevators. And then you could do random. (laughs) Extra optional subsystems, which I'll leave in there. And then there's the thing. This is this is nifty. You can generate it for advanced net runners, meaning um, characters, runners that have earned over 150 XP. Um, and uh, do you only want to generate the raw ice, the rules as written, the, just using the 15 that are in the core book, or do you want to use those as well? And then maximum of the same ice... And you know what's cool? So I'm hitting submit right now, and a boom, it just generated. First thing that it generates is a system sysop. So it, creates, nice. it randomly generates a sysop for you, and it created Betty Elite Sanon for me. Um, <laughs> a pretty cool. She's got an intellect of five. What? <laughs> oh, shit, this is going to be tough. <laughs> um <laughs> And um, I've got like a high high secure data area, a structure map that is doesn't have any ice. Um, it puts security cameras behind this endless EULA. I have no idea what that is. Um, elevators are behind the Enigma ice. I believe that's in the core book. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And you can and click on the cards to get like endless a blow up. I think EULA. of the ice. Yeah. Endless EULA is endless end user license agreement. Oh, <laughs> I should know that. I'm yeah. like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you have to read and read and read and read. I'm so not good at my job. <laughs> I hope my, hope my boss isn't listening to this. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't really know what else to say. This is freaking kick ass. It really oh, yeah. is. Um, and Cuts it, down a lot of prep. <laughs> yeah, it does. It sure the hell does. They've got a Discord channel. They've got a Discord channel out there as well. Um, and it looks like they want to do, they want to do some sort of uh, one shot style session called "Gone in Sixty Microseconds." <laughs> a band of runners have to infiltrate and steal data from fifty servers within seventy two hours. That would be a kick-ass weekend game, man. 
<laughs> but I'll have I'll have the link to this website and the Discord server up there as well. Um, nice. And I mean, this is 150 pieces of awesome. Like Tony said in his email, sending back to him. It sure the hell is. Because yeah. this is going to save so much time. People creating. I mean, you'd be able to, if, if you happen to have like a. Um, Can like you print a, them off? Yeah, you could print them off. Can you print them off? Yeah, you could totally print them off. Should be nice. able to. Um, I mean, you should be able. I mean, the thing is, it's like if you have like kind of an ad hoc, kind of on the fly, oh, they need to hack into something, boom, you could come to this website, generate something real quick. And boom. Yeah. There we go. You don't like it? Regenerate a new, a new one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I, I like some of the ice that I, I hadn't seen before. It's like, this is new. Or this this is this oh. I've never seen in the book before. It's like, wow. It's hey, cool. Stefan, there's a wraparound mm-hmm. ice. Oh. No, reach around. Wrap around. Reach around. <laughs> <laughs> I like to reach around first better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some mm. reason, <laughs> cool. Well, this is great. Thank you, Nashville and Drain Smith, uh, both people who love obviously role playing games and uh, the Genesis system. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all that work. And uh, yeah, I think yeah, we'll hand out like 150 pieces of awesome. You can figure out how to split it in two <laughs> <laughs> yourselves. 50, 50, 70, 30, whatever. Yeah, I believe Drainsmith helped with the images. Mm. The, the cards, put the cards together. But pretty much, I think Nashville pretty much did it all. I don't know if they yeah, have mostly. a team of... Oh, they, they also, they can generate up to 10,000 servers into a God. single collection if you want to. So, yeah. Great. And this is the first version <laughs> of oh, it. So I can't wait to go. see more. Well done, gentlemen. <clears throat> yep, very well done. Awesome. Go check it out. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. After I've generated my 100,000 servers in one go there, um, we're back. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, welcome to the Books of Genesis. Oh, and even Tony's getting into it. There you the go. Hell on. It was just unless, a matter of time. Unless that was the ghost <laughs> in the machine. Mm. Oh, see oh. what I did there? Oh, anyways, no. this is normally where we break down a section of one of the books in Genesis bit mm. by bit, but not this time, gentlemen, because no. this is our um, year-end blowout. So let's start blowing this thing yep. out. Um, go. So I'm going to take a little bit of a detour. Okay. Top three. <laughs> Top three this year. What is it? For me, it is seeing you chuckleheads at Con and a Cop. That's always the highlight of my year. Because mm-hmm. okay. it's great doing, you know, the face-to-face thing. And we got to play some yeah. kick-ass games together. Number two, Stefan, my brother, joining our <laughs> show. Very close yeah. second, if not, you know... 1A, 1B, right? Right. Um, and, right. Then, and then, you know what? Then everything else is just third after that. Yeah, Doesn't gravy. compare. Just gravy, man. So glad you joined the show. How about you guys? <clears throat> Tony? Uh, well, top three for me. So, again, um, I 
number one this year for me was a very big year for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's my wedding. I got married to the woman of my oh, dreams. Yeah. So uh, oh, my number God. one for me. Mm-hmm. But tied for number two and three. Uh, you're tied for one and two, buddy. Um, I absolutely fucking love seeing you guys every year yeah, at Con and the Cop, yeah. getting together and uh, meeting uh, uh, one of our listeners at yes. Con and the Cop, playing with Colin yet again there. Oh, it just makes every year. And this year, I took my son Sean. We all had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, that took it to a new level, most definitely. And then, that's great. I'm glad you And then. This. I think our show has become something more than you and I created it as, and that is 100% due in part to the third voice on the show. And I cannot ask for a better result. (laughs) That's you, buddy. You. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How How about you? you? Well, of course, you know, it's, Similar to, to Bit Chris, I didn't get married this year. That was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, of course, driving down with, uh, well, meeting up with Daryl and. Uh, mm-hmm. When you finally home. found the airport to get him. So finally, that's another that's another story. <laughs> that aside, started. we agree we agree never to talk about that. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, uh, apart from that, no, it was a great time. Uh, seeing you, know, you guys and everyone else again, and seeing uh, Harrison uh, for a second time, didn't expect him to to be there as well. But it was great to see him and a few uh, new faces there, mm-hmm. and our listener Joe and his son uh, briefly. You know, he wasn't a gamer, but he was there. And your son Sean was great to to oh, see him finally. Uh, and then going to a movie with you guys, you know. Just, Doing something else other than than gaming, which was awesome, just hanging together and sitting through thirty five minutes of fucking um, <laughs> trailers. Seriously, dude, yeah. I think it was 30, 35 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it just it to ten be of those fuckers, man. <laughs> yep. So much so that you're going. Which movie did we come to see? Oh yeah, right. Joker. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. Still a great film, though. Yeah, that's was, it. After the trailers uh, were done, I was ready to like get up and go home. Right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm hungry. Let's go to the. <laughs> and yeah, my top, the third, just being asked to join you, you two chuckleheads. Uh, such an honor. And you made me feel welcome, asking for input and got my own little segment. And, you know, uh, our listeners have been great too. I've gotten some feedback from them. Like, yeah, they appreciate my contributions as well, which is always good to hear. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm reaching out to some other people, you know, doing my part, even though I'm not, you know, uh, sh- doing the show notes like Tony or splicing all the audio. But I'm trying to reach out to people who uh, get oh, them on the we show. All have, we, all are, <laughs> we, we have all of our all the th- like Tony said, the mm-hmm. the show has become much bigger and 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 better um, beyond what we could we ever thought of, and it's because you joined us, man. Yep. Yeah, yeah, thank man, you. This is great. And hopefully. We'll- Keep Having going. So much fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, back to the show notes that somebody spent like forever yeah, writing. You did. <laughs> this is a great list, Tony. <laughs> no. Uh, so we got some highlights of the year from yeah. FFG to start. Mm-hmm. So FFG gave us the first quarter. They gave us Shadow of the Beanstalk, and oh, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh, one of the most beautiful role playing books. 
I've ever purchased. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. the dress on it, the oh, yeah. art, the mm -hmm. and the simplicity Layout of the and, setting. Yeah. Um, Even the Worlds then, of Android book that they that they put out yeah. as well, which was before it, but still beautiful book as well. Lot, nice yeah, it's fluff. a lot of fluff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The maps that they have of the different, you know, there's, I, I bought the physical Mars, book, yeah. so you've got you've got foldouts for the arcology and the lunar base, so oh, you can yeah. like a, a three quarter view. Like wow! Yeah. <laughs> well, really, they set the bar for what their setting books are going to mm -hmm. be in the future. I hope. I hope so this, too. Uh, like I said, it was just I don't know. Just picking up the book puts you instantly in a cyberpunkish mood mm -hmm. to run and play. Oh yeah, and of course. As soon as I got the book, what did I do? Jamie, I'm going to run you an adventure. Went over to the yeah. brewery and yeah. ran. You knocked it out of the park, dude. And and I thought it was a fun-ass adventure. Oh, hell yeah, it was. Um, and then turned right around, ran another Android adventure at um, Con and the Cobb. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, again, everybody loved. And I oh, think yeah. as a setting, it's it's true. It was, it was great second choice yeah. um, for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the graphic, like you said, Tony, you pick up the book, you crack it open, you're yeah. in the setting, and that has so much to do with the graphics artists that, that yes. made their contribution. I don't know who they are, but if you're listening, it's terrific, sure. terrific. There's, oh, only, yeah. there's only been, now, uh, somebody else has done a book recently that d it was just as good. Um, and the only other book series, or role-playing book series that I picked up and put me right in the mood to play the game like this did mm -hmm. uh, was the Call of Cthulhu books. Really? Uh, the fourth edition Call of Cthulhu. Okay. Um, that just You pick those books up, you start reading, you just look at the trade dress. Yeah. They look just as good, and mm -hmm. that's what you want. You want to be able to pick mm -hmm. the book up and feel the mood of the setting just oh, by yeah. opening it. Yeah. And, and I'd say that, uh, again, recently, the fifth edition Eberron um, Oh, yeah. is also that same feel. You look at that uh, special Eberron, cover. Sorry. You look at that 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 special edition cover of that book, and that pulls you in exactly. And and right. exactly with the uh, Shadow of the Beanstalk that cover yeah, but it's as well. A, you know? What I'm saying. It's great. What I'm it's saying great. is it's a rare thing. You know, I don't is. like bringing mm -hmm. up all these other books mm -hmm. and whatnot, but uh, it's a rare thing. I don't, I've not picked up a lot of gaming books that instantly put me in the mood like that. Yeah, so. Absolutely. I I remember a few books that put me in the mood when I was still in the cyberpunk mood. Shadowrun, when I picked it up. Mm -hmm. I bought it when it was the first edition. It came out at Gen Con 1989, I think. What? I bought it there, introduced it to my players. <laughs> but they weren't into the magic part, but it's still, you know, I love yeah. looking at Okay, oh, cool. Elves and trolls. And, yeah, uh, dude. And, and dragons and, you know, mm -hmm. and, and the nets. And then yeah. And we went to Cyberpunk 2020, which was also a good book, but a little lower budget, but still pretty good. FASA mm -hmm. had done a great module, um, great books, and the supplements that came out. I was buying all the supplements afterwards in the modules right. for Shadowrun. Right. <laughs> yeah, but the, I'll tell you, the, the book, the, the Shadow of the Beanstalk book, even the um, Realms of Tiernoth book. That, oh, yeah. oh, they're that both beautiful. beautiful. Shadow of the Beanstalk definitely was, uh, as far as the look of it mm -hmm. and feel of the setting, yeah. captured it in an instant. Yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. It did. So they're then not. we got the second quarter, which... Mm -hmm. I'll try and FFG, find cricket sounds, because you have that cricket. FFG, <laughs> yeah, FFG kind of went on a... Just, <laughs> uh, they, they went 
silent on us. They weren't they talking did. about anything. Mm-hmm. They weren't. No, no. They, they came out with a lot of supplements uh, for other games, but nothing but for Genesis. Yeah, they were pounding out the L5R stuff mm-hmm. left and right. Oh, and yeah. we were wondering. There was a period of time there where we were wondering out loud on the show, even Chris yeah. and I, are we ever, <laughs> is the game dead? Is, right. the, you know. When did the when did the adversary cards come out for Shadow of the Beanstalk? Didn't that come out almost right after? Yeah, it was very soon after. Okay, pretty soon after they were available, I ordered them. Uh, yeah, I think through the, Within, through the I think it was in the first quarter still. Yeah, yeah. and and mm-hmm. then we got the third quarter, mm-hmm. which trickled on till August, and Gen Con hit. And we got some news finally. Mm. FFG wow. kind of said, "Oh, the reason why we've been silent for the past few months is because we've been doing this, right? <laughs> exactly. Working on this." Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. the foundry opened up. Yep. And as you can see, I mean, we've completely retooled two segments of our show, pretty much, to yeah. accommodate the uh, the foundry because yeah. we we. Uh, Retooled um, fifty pieces of awesome to be more of the free stuff that's out there. People just putting and, it out there just for people to right. share. Yep, yep. And we we added this new show segment for Stefan that he came to us about and said, "Hey, I want to do this." And Chris oh, and I are like, yeah. "Fucking hey, dude, it's all yours." Yeah. I think it only and, took uh, us what about five or ten minutes to um, brainstorm and come about up. That. And, and no, 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 <laughs> five or ten minutes to just come up with the boosting the signal name. I think we were I, either we were we live well, doing that on on no, Skype or no, we, were, just, we were we were texting text, each other and yeah just texting a couple of things and it just kept came and, came and, together and well that's it I was I just hinted like I threw a couple of names out there and you yeah. so did you I was like and I said well I like boosting signal because I'm always asking for boost dice <laughs> and that's I that's think I was a little meaning. late coming into the conversation and I was like yes that one right oh, there that one exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that's what and that's what we made that that that's what that that's a brilliant idea there, Stefan, for that Thank to you. showcase things on the foundry, because mm-hmm. I know that um, <clears throat> pardon me, once we had um, I think there were just a couple of things like I think Inquisition or maybe somebody else's that we did in Fifty Pieces of Awesome. Somebody sent me like yeah, a text saying, yeah. "I can't believe mm-hmm. it, you you guys, you know, you release your episode and then boom, 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 somebody saw, you know, yeah." Their stuff getting downloaded more on Drive Through RPG and whatever, so oh. that's cool. So yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad we added yeah. that. I'm glad we that's added it. that because we're cool. we're over 20 listeners, I'm sure by now. At least now that you're here, <laughs> Stefan. I mean, we might be in yeah. triple digits. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, triple maybe digits. We huh? might we might have to say our dozens. Of listeners. Yes, dozens, dozens of listeners. Of listeners. There we go. <laughs> a couple of cases of two four. There you go. That's right. Taking us a couple of years, Tony. But yeah. you know, then Stefan's on here. Now we're like, woo! You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank <laughs> that's you. all. That's oh. all. He he's a pretty one. To the just send, he just send money the in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> he brings his milkshake to the yard, right? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so you can find yeah. me on PayPal if you want to send money. <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then we got the fourth quarter, and mm-hmm. we finally got some more books. We got our EPG mm-hmm. and the yeah. GM screen. Yeah, uh, both are beautiful Genesis products. The EPG oh, yeah. we just did a review show last show for it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, definitely yeah, has the uh, same feel as the core book, meaning this is a toolkit, another part yeah. of expanding the toolkit. But oh man, did they pack a bunch of stuff into that toolkit on yeah. in that book and in the mm-hmm. GM screen too. I don't think there's anything on that GM screen that I haven't used and will not use. To be honest, I mean, sometimes you get the GM screens that have, oh, here's some name generators or, you know, here's some personality traits. And I'm like, fuck, I want a goddamn crit chart (laughs) or whatever. Or or they put some some art between some of the tables on the GM side. I don't care about art. (laughs) Keep that on the player side. I want tables, the useful tables. (laughs) By putting the crit chart on the... GM screen. They yeah. saved me the trouble of Chris constantly yelling at me because I'm using the Star Wars one. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> that I that I was getting it wrong because there are differences. <laughs> Very subtle. <laughs> but I love it when we find the differences. <laughs> no, you're wrong, Tony. You're wrong, Tony. No, it's not that. He's hamstrung. He's not stunned. <laughs> like for 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 years, I I was using no longer a GM screen, like even from Savage Worlds. It was just a, a three-ring binder, and I just have the plastic inserts, and I just have the the tables. You know, some some of our Why fans are the have pages stuck together. Uh, don't ask. I don't know. <laughs> I told you. He was on PayPal or something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But you know, like <laughs> Drainsmith and stuff have come up with combat summary or almost like GM screen pages that you can build your own. Well, I just put them in there, and it has all the information. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what I was using at Con on the Cob this year. I had my own three by uh, three ring yeah, binder, three ring binder, and all the important tables are there, and I can add or remove some of them. But having a GM screen sometimes just there, you know, it can help out. Nippers. So yeah, we didn't get we got two of the items on our wish list though this year because mm-hmm. we we came up with a wish list last year of things mm-hmm. we wanted to see. One of them mm-hmm. was a GM screen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. The other one was uh, more content, and I. We got a ton more content with we the did. opening of the foundry and the EPG. Yeah. Still need Tannhauser. <laughs> That's on my list for this. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll get the wish lists. But oh, we will. what I wanted to talk about next yeah. was some highlights for finding the narrative. Because yeah. we as a show, we grew by a third host, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we, we, we've accomplished quite a bit this year. We started out in January with episode 24. Way back. Mm-hmm. And here we are a year later, episode 48. So we're trugging right along mm-hmm. with, we're, with our episode. With 48, yeah. I mean, on episode 48, well, 49 technically. No? Yeah. Right. If you count our session zero, where we introduced ourselves, um, that's pretty close to every other week. We've been pretty close to keeping that, you know, 52 yeah. weeks in a year, right? I mean, we're, cl- we're close right. to that. <clears throat> so. And. And for that, you know, we we, we want to stay on our schedule, mm-hmm. um, but we also did a bunch of other things. So uh, we had Chris and I. We were knee deep at the beginning of the year. We were knee deep in our uh, first setting that we were building. We were oh, building yeah. Primordial Machina, mm-hmm. and when we added Stefan to the show, we were like, "Okay, we got to quickly finish this <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and start something not- new." Right. <laughs> that we can, yeah. we can get his input on. Right. What's it? Because uh, there were a couple of episodes at the beginning of the year where sometimes I wasn't there for some reason, you know, couldn't make it. So you guys could focus at least on yeah. the primordial machina. So no, uh, 
no problem there. It all worked mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yep. And so we started our second setting, and now we're knee-deep into that, going into year three. Yeah, mm-hmm. year three. Jeez, can you believe it? <laughs> We've been doing it for two years. My um, daughters said they were proud of me. They're like, that's I'm like, yeah, it's good. gonna be. It's two years. And they're like, oh, we're so proud of you, Dad. I'm like, oh, thank <laughs> you, girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, uh, that's my cool. kids never tell me they're proud of me. Uh, but anyhow uh so no i'm proud uh, of you tony oh well there's one (laughs) um we did a we early in the year we did a second live play with jim oh yeah that uh, was fun and stefan joined us for that one and Uh jim's wife maite um yeah we had fun where we played uh terran realms of terran online aka an android game yeah. And we did that right before the Android book came out. So that was slick. right after, right after. Yep. Was right Maite part of that, or was it just us three as players? I think. No, it was four I of us. Maite played too. Maite played Maite as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. That's on our. Wow. That's on our list. I think we have a a playlist on our. Oh, yeah. On our YouTube channel, so you guys can find that. I added that. Wait, no, no, I remember now. Yeah. 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 That was cool. Her and yeah. her and my character will like add on because. You, Jim had already sort of introduced your two characters in another Kilzak and Gorgle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, our online personas. <laughs> uh, no, those were we Zezri designed them and, as Terranoth characters. We didn't know they right. were online personas. We had they. no Not idea. <laughs> that was a curveball. So we had so. Zezri and Tony. What two five seven or three fifty seven? Three fifty seven. Sweet. <laughs> It yeah, was fun. Cool. Jim yeah, was... Jim did a great job. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I lo- it's one of the things you can always count on with Jim's games is he's going to throw in a bunch of 80s references um, <laughs> and tropes from 80s movies. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. Um, well, we, said we did a uh, diehard kind of uh, scenario. Yep. yep, and Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. My character, the samurai-wielding, samurai-sword-wielding pleasure android gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Steph 3N. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come here, yeah. I'll give you some pleasure. <laughs> oh, no, not that kind of pleasure. <laughs> so, the next thing we, you know, at Con and the Cobb, oh, yeah. we did a little bit of show refreshing. We did. Sit down, mm-hmm. the three of us yeah. thought of ways that we wanted to refresh the show. Um, yep. Give it legs and longevity for mm. the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, talked about given our Cobb. yeah, and given our uh, the two years of experience with how much content FFG has been putting out, that kind of drove mm-hmm. the format that we're wanting to do for this next year. So yeah, <laughs> and so that leads us into starting our new show format in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also added. We got rid of a kind of a dead show segment um, with uh, setting the tone. Now we may revisit it later if there's need to, yeah. but we added two, I think, much more lively uh, show segments with Stefan's uh, boosting the signal mm-hmm. and my new on the slab. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah that's a that's an awesome one too. Oh yeah. And I think those both kind of fit the tone of of the three of us together. Yeah, more yeah. than, you know. I think so. And and then 
Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, we've we've evolved the show. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we're on to a second setting. We're our new format next year. I don't know if anybody, mm-hmm. if you're just now tuning into us, yeah. we're going to do an interview, uh, and then two weeks later we'll do a regular show. And our interviews are going to be with Foundry personnel, uh, people who've created products, and we'll get through, you know, most of the creators who were jumped mm-hmm. onto the very beginning, right? Uh, uh, first, most likely, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and starting with our very first one of the year, mm-hmm. we did Keith Capel already as a sample right. one back in October, but um, our first one of the year will be Darren West, who did mm-hmm. uh, Hadra's Shard Adventure, yep, yeah. um, Realms of Tiranoth. For Realms of Terranoth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of two adventures that was created when the Foundry first popped open. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it'll after have that, the we'll same, sh- it'll, it'll have the same format as we did with Keith, right? With the question, Q&A, and then we'll, mm-hmm. um, then we'll play through a scenario with them. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, well, since it's an adventure and we don't want to do spoilers, I've kind of gotten around that so we'll talk about that then sounds good but um um yeah and then after that we'll do a regular show which we're going to continue with our series on building Mm -hmm. our new setting Mm -hmm. right um and uh then we'll get uh next episode after that we're going to invite our great friend daryl cartier Mm -hmm. uh the gaming best friend and gaming ho yeah, thank you. Uh, and he's going to come on, and I'm going to run you guys through an adventure in Primordial Machina um, using the pregens that we had on Comic Cop. Yep, yep. And um, then we go back to the very next show being a regular show segment mm-hmm. and regular show, and then back to rinse interview. and repeat every That's two right. months. That's, That's right. it. We have someone else lined up for the second one, but we're, mm-hmm. we're not going to say right now, just in case things change. We, you know, knock on wood, but you never know. <laughs> yup. Right. Yeah. Right. So, we're looking forward to going into the new year with the show. I think yeah, I don't have any wish list as far as the show, but you guys got anything you want to wish list on Genesis? <sighs> <clears throat> well, <laughs> top three. Top three. You know, I you know I haven't gotten into the Key Forge too much, but I definitely I am looking forward to that. Okay, Tannhauser. Well, that's coming. Tannhauser. Mm-hmm. I wish they could do that. I wish they would do a Tannhauser setting, just because I've been playing a lot of miniatures war playing games and World <laughs> War Two, and so many ideas for a Cthulhu esque <laughs> kind of game in kind of a weird wars setting. Um. Gosh, I don't know what else there, Tony. What other stuff do we do we want? Do we need? Um, I don't know if anything for like realms of Tyrannoth, like to flesh out the world more, right? Yeah, so I mean, I would kind of my... want, kind of would want something like that. And with world with um, Shadow of the Beanstalk, we have the fluff in um, World of Android. That second book yeah. for that. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably, probably Tannhauser and maybe more Tiernoth. Something more Tiernoth. Now, any accessories? 
I don't know. I don't know. How about mm. you guys? What do you guys have think? Stefan, I'll let you go next. Well, yeah, definitely support what's already out there. So, yeah, some books that will flesh out maybe certain parts of Tyranoth, you know, like the jungles or uh, uh, the sort of uh, Middle Eastern realm, Al-Khalim. That'd be cool. Okay. Uh, the, you know, focusing a bit, a bit on that, because they do, in the main book, concentrate on the, the, the 11... Baronies, you know, uh, Monera, or I think is yeah, Monera, Monera the world yeah. or Tiranoth the area. I can't remember which is which is which. Monera is the world. Okay, Tiranoth, Tiranoth is, is the continent. Is the continent there. itself? Gotcha. So uh, flesh out some of some of those sections, maybe a bit more with you know plot ideas, you know, maybe story generators, whatever can help out. And as far as accessories, sometimes you know they could sometimes come up with. Custom story points, uh, story tokens. You know, if they were, mm-hmm. they were for for different settings, one high tech looking chips for yeah. for Android, uh, runic stones. Uh, when I ran my Realms of Tyranoth game, not this last con, the previous con, um, I actually had like these little clay rune stones that people use for divination. And so I would flip them back and forth. So the blank sides would be for, for the GM, okay. and one side with the runes were, was for the players. So cool. since runes are an important part mm-hmm. of uh, Terranoth, uh, something like that. Uh, and for future settings, you know, well, they're, they're all, they've announced, I think, that most likely the setting that will be coming up next is Keyforge. Yep, that's it's a popular game for them, so uh, that would open up a lot of adversary cards because you're all kinds of different characters there, you know, yep. from sci-fi settings of Mars and uh, and so forth. And now you've got introduced a new setting or a new section where you've got intelligent dinosaurs. <laughs> Saurian Empire. Yeah. Oh. That's the that setting cool. book. Cowboys and dinosaurs, baby. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, How about you, Tony? Well, yeah. I um, this is a wish list, so I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go balls deep in this thing here. Whoa. And I'm gonna say <laughs> Tannhauser, damn it. Oh, yeah. thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I would I want to see a weird wars horror theme whatever i want yeah. something dark i don't care if it's honestly i don't care if it's arkham horror or mm-hmm. or if they do um tannhauser i want something dark from them i i think they could do a hell of a job yeah um and hell, it could even uh, it be would, set in like the early 1900s maybe not necessarily world war one but world war two yeah. the mountains of madness that right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I just would like to see them tackle that. I, mm-hmm. uh, secondly, yeah. I, want, I want more supers. Do you? They have, okay. they have, they have the Marvel license. Yeah, now uh, give do. us a Marvel role playing mm. book. There you go. That's just saying. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> yeah. Um, it. Mm. Not that it has to be Genesis, but I'd prefer it be. 
Yeah. Because, <laughs> because um, well, I don't want to have to buy another proprietary set. <laughs> yeah. <I> set. No. <laughs> Which you will, I will have to. I will, but I don't want to. <laughs> I, and I go there every week and I see the fiddly bits and I'm like, ah, fuck, I need to get this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think um, as far as accessories go, it'd be cool if they did, you know, we have adversary cards. And we have... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have critical cards for Star Wars. That's true. I would like to see critical cards, vehicle and um, personal crit personal cards yeah. uh, that are maybe you do the personal crit ones Terranoth themed and you do the vehicle ones Shadow of the Beanstalk themed. There you go. And, or you do them generic Genesis themed for both. Yeah, and then, that would be just cool. You could do, and then the third set of cards if i could get a third set i would love to have cards that ffg created not that the gentlemen on the interweb don't do a great job but i don't like printing in card stock so i would like to see net running cards oh yeah there you go net for ice and icebreakers yeah that would be a very cool little supplement that wouldn't take them a lot to do and no they could sprinkle it out and say i don't know a dead second quarter (laughs) just saying you know i did have i did have something else that popped into my mind um as you as you were talking about wish lists Mm. my wife informed me that on our alaskan cruise we're going on in september we're going to a fucking lumberjack tournament Oh, Wait, I want a fucking lumberjack setting, baby. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody out there who knows lumberjack tournaments, throw it up on the foundry. Do kind of a do kind of a ready fight thing, but lumberjacks. Yeah. Well, I may I may have something for you next year, my friend. I awesome. may. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm going to a one of the excursions. <laughs> damn lumberjack tournament. We are That's ba- badass. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You'll be surrounded by moosators. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, goals for us, we're going to continue to plug away with the show, and we're going mm-hmm. to pound out our setting um, mm-hmm. the rest of the way. Probably none of the stuff that we've done, I have no intention of writing it for the Foundry. I just don't want mm. to go through all that work it's a lot of work mm-hmm. for me um yeah. but i will eventually have a primordial mock in a document i will eventually as what i'm doing well, smart we'll this time I'll, I'll what i'm doing smart this story. time as we're creating things for um tales of the epsilon eclipse mm-hmm. creating several documents and then all we have to do is combine them all into one system document when it's all right. said and done nice and yeah and those will eventually be free from our um, from our social media pages. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we can yeah, we post can set up the links and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, we could. We'll post that up on the FFG community when that's all that's ready. Don't know yeah. when that'll be, but <laughs> let me know if you need some help with that, Tony. Writing anything, but I could put yeah. it together in a GM binder or whatever we want to do. I well, I'm sure have that kind of talent. that's going to happen. Now, you're going to make it oh, look yeah. pretty for it. Oh, yeah. But um, Hopefully as far as the writing goes, uh, yeah. I, I kind of like being the man. The outflow of that information yeah. to keep it. I can, I can help editing and proofread a little bit. Yeah. Most assuredly. Mm-hmm. You are the best at that, too. 
you always point out all my errors. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not that many. So. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. You, know, you, know, you, you married a great woman. You got two great co-hosts. You know, those aren't missed off. What's better? Two for two. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> so that was 2019 and what we expect for 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020. Good vision. Oh. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. We are now entering the age of Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. Yeah, we are. (laughs) My buddy wants to run Cyberpunk 2020 next year for us sometime. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to run Cyberpunk Red for you guys sometime. Nice. For for the the Wednesday. We're already. Sorry, go ahead. That'll that'll be good. That'll be fun. Yes. Because technically we're already in the future of Blade Runner. Blade Runner is now in the past. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just true. a couple months ago, right? November, <laughs> wasn't it? No, November. That's when it was. November 2019, 2018, 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> well, gentlemen, Man. we've got more show. We've got our second on the slab, and we have our final advantageous threat of 2019. Shall we go on? Let's yes. do it. let Tony hop on the slab and he chose an adversary for uh, us to dissect and go over and how to adapt and whatever, modify. So what have you got for us today, Tony? Well, I have chosen the Hyper Rat Swarm in the Creatures and Vermin section of Shadow of the Beanstalk, page 227. These uh, this is the Undercity. It's got a lovely little paragraph here I'd like to read because it's it. just awesome. Oh, yeah. So, the Undercity yeah. is awash with illegal waste dumps and factories, labs, drug dens, and illicit pharmaceutical cooperatives combined oh, with the sewage of half a billion people. This cocktail pushes the vermin population into an accelerated evolutionary cycle to survive. And two kilo sewer rats five pounds yeah. with <laughs> that's as big as my dog my with the disposition dog. <laughs> of a wolverine not oh, the wolverine our yeah, fucking honey badger <laughs> are one of the undisputed successes of the gen- of this genetic arms race when they swarm they can strip a full-grown human down to bones in minutes holy fuck yeah so they're so, that land-based Rouse's turn to <laughs> 11. <laughs> All right. Yes. So these creatures, they're a rival. So last time I chose a minion. This time I chose a rival. Oh, they are a rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a brawn of one, agility of three, intellect one, cunning two, willpower, and presence of one. They have a soak of one, a mm-hmm. wound, and, or, sorry, a melee and range defense of one, and 30 count them 30 wounds oh yeah. shit that's crazy right. dude so swarm. <laughs> because they yeah. follow the rules for a swarm yeah. they're bamf all right mm-hmm. that's badass motherfuckers and that so, basically makes re- read the swarm ability yes what is that? the swarm ability half the damage dealt to this character before applying soak <laughs> 
mm-hmm. before applying soak. Uh-huh. Unless the weapon has the blast or burn quality. So, people. Regard- oh, go ahead. Regardless of whether the quality is activated or not, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's key. So that basically, if you don't have a blast or a burn quality weapon, mm-hmm. these fuckers have sixty wounds. By the yeah. way, yeah. <laughs> that's effectively what it is. Oh like my! Like trying God. to shoot a swarm of rats with a pistol. It ain't gonna happen. Well, that, but well, if you got a big ass fucking artillery laser, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, a couple of grenades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love the name of this next ability, though. Yes. So, this next ability. <laughs> They're all over me! <laughs> and it has an explanation point. Well done, Tony. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Enemies who start their turn engaged with this character lose their free maneuver. She can't even aim. You can't even be no. next to him. That's no, not in, that's yes, engaged. Yeah, that's next to him. Oh, my God. It, they're all around you. They're crawling up your legs and up your pant yeah. legs and biting the inside of your ass. I mean, you can still <laughs> take a maneuver. It's just going to cost you strain. So, they have fuck. A, they have a that's... vicious ass bite that this mm-hmm. their, their equipment, their fight, is brawl-based, mm-hmm. damage three. That means it's brawn plus two. That's fucking badass. Swords are brawn plus two. Ouch. Okay, <laughs> so some swords. Uh, critical of four, not so bad. A range of engage, so they're not shooting you with laser beams coming out of their heads, mm-hmm. thankfully. But they're no. robbing but, you of your free maneuvers. <laughs> but here, with these special uh-huh. uh, abilities <laughs> added onto this attack. <laughs> Nasty. Knockdown, yeah. vicious two, mm-hmm. that's to count, and pierce three against prone targets. Pierce five, so, Tony. That's Pierce Five. Pierce Five. Sorry. I Sorry. Pierce Five. Yeah, Pierce five. Yeah. five. Three, sir. Sorry. Sorry. Um, three. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Pierce Five against prone targets. So they knock you down, and mm-hmm. then the attack is Pierce Five. Yeah. That's sweet. They just They just find all the little chinks in the armor and <laughs> all the so between the plates. <laughs> so let me get this straight. So when it says gains Pierce Five against prone targets, that means if they knock you down during this attack... Mm-hmm. 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 It's Pierce Five during that yeah. attack. All right. Yeah. Whoa, damn. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's nuts. Then they have a brawl of three. You know. So. Three. Yeah. Brawl skill of three. Coordination two. Stealth one. I think that should be a little higher. But yeah. resilience three. Survival three. Well, stealth these guys one. are badass. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, well, stealth, stealth one. Think about based it. off of agility. So. Uh, right, and where true. are you going to see him? Where are you going to see him? You're going to see him down below. Going to be having some setback dice for yeah. being dark it's gonna be too. Dark. There's yeah. going to be lots of trash. Oh, right. Man, if you they, need to, they could use their environment to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, definitely. So you could give them the like, talents. I mean, they don't have any talents, but if you feel no, like you fine. need to make these guys more kick ass, Jesus, <laughs> you can add <laughs> you adversary. Don't need to give them any talents? Yeah, you don't need, don't to. Really need to. Yeah. Now. Like we do mm-hmm. on the slab, we yeah. like to experiment a little bit. Yeah. And I came up with four examples <laughs> of creatures that we could use this as a template for. Oh, yeah. Right. So first thing that came to mind is I was thinking Dracula transforming into a swarm of rats mm-hmm. and... Or bats. Well, vampires can control oh. 
these yeah, animals summoning, too. Uh-huh. Summoning rats from the local sewers. Uh-huh. Or swarm so, of bats, even. Have these fuckers yep. fly? What? That's <laughs> right. You would give them, all you would do is give them the fly ability, uh-huh. and yep. you could totally make them vampire-controlled <laughs> rodents. Rats or bats does not matter. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Do, it, that... You so you could use these in a fantasy setting right there. A mm-hmm. generic, any generic fantasy, tearing off, bam! Mm-hmm. You've got rat, you've got right. uh, vampire using these things. Inquisition. Next, oh. next oh. I thought um, I had ocean species in my brain the other day from right. our little um, uh, ocean minions, and I thought, what could these things be if they were in the ocean? <laughs> oh yeah. A school of fucking piranha yeah. or barracudas. <laughs> yep, barracudas, Holy small shit. sharks, piranhas. And if you're in the, in the river, and, you know, fresh water. Even even in even, if you fall into the sewers mm-hmm. in yes. Shadow of the Beanstalk, <laughs> fucking piranhas. You totally have piranha. Yeah, yes. you're in South you America. Are in, you are in South you're America. You're in South America. Yeah. That's right. Yes. See, <laughs> <laughs> si, senor. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Then um, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, that one I'm going to save for last. That okay. one's special. Yep, and yep. then the the next one, any kind of rabid small animal. A herd of rabid squirrels. Yeah, uh, rabbits. Rabid Ferrets. weasels. Ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Toy any, poodles. Porgs. Yeah. <laughs> rabid porgs. Oh my god, that would suck for Jamie. Okay, I know I'm going to these be... over to Star Wars. For yeah, Jamie. you are. Rabid <laughs> porgs. Rabid porgs for Jamie. That there is you go. that is getting written down. I'm just saying. <laughs> there we go. Oh, parakeets. And, uh, parakeets. Wow. My para- parakeets. <laughs> uh, but, oh my god, uh, something like one of those. I just think of like a survival game, right? Yeah. A survival setting. Um, oh yeah. Hey, hell, you could even do. You can even have like your swarm of like undead, right? Your zombies. Uh, now, granted, they're like large or whatever, but still, you could still use the swarm. Un- undead rats. Yeah. <laughs> rats from well, from or even rats, from, uh, small animals. Yeah. Radiation infected woodland creatures in a post-apocalyptic yeah. setting. Oh, <laughs> there we go. yeah, dude. <laughs> a uh, swarm of honey badgers. Radioactive yes. honey matters. Because <laughs> they don't give fuck. Could be, could be large bugs, too. You know, they're irradiated. They're, you know, locusts that are, are about a couple of pounds bigger. Oh. Hope, hope uh, the guys on my... Spiders. Yeah. yeah. Spiders. spiders. Locusts. Yeah. Why does it have to be spiders? Uh, these actually, if you look in realms of Terranaut, there's the swarm of scorpions that looks very similar yep. to this. It looks like that's uh-huh. what they did, is they yeah. rekindled. They Ooh. reskinned their swarm of storm scorpions uh, nice. for uh, Shadow of the Beanstalk. Now, the last one I'm going to bring up is a small herd of demonic creatures, little devils, demons, mm. <laughs> uh, yep. um, nasty fey creatures, whatever you want. The tooth fairies from Hellboy. <laughs> you can. Hellboy 2, that was. Um, you, you've all these little swarm yeah. type creatures with vicious yeah. bites. I'm thinking these. of those. Those have you got? You guys have played World of Warcraft, right? Those yeah. those jumping demons that just rah, they have that screeching thing, and they all just kind of come at you. That's what yep. I was thinking of when you were when I read that. 
from from the movie Hellboy: The Golden Army. They had little the tooth fairies. Yeah, that's I what that's I said. A, yeah, that's what you just said. Oh, sorry, I, I missed that. I was I was looking at the scorpion swarm. So. Oh, yeah, yeah Hellboy two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now anyhow, the point is, is that Damn. we've got cool. lots of uses for these guys. Oh yeah, uh, and you can totally reskin the hyper rat swarm to just about any setting. So. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So, shall we move on? Yeah, because I I think there are some little demons in our future. Yes. All right, welcome to the year's last advantageous threats. So once again, we build and roll and narrate a little story, a couple of checks, and try and trip each other up and uh, see what happens with all these little symbols and the chicken bones we, we roll. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. And kind of, kind of inspired by Tony's On the Slab uh, uh, creature that he uh, he picked. That's right. So I believe in our little scenario, we're kind of linking all three of our uh, parts together. Yes, I think we are going to start with Tony. What all right, dude, set it up for us. Mm-hmm. All right. So my character, Professor Oswald Kettaway the Third, is a paranormal researcher at Cambridge University, and is helping the authorities investigate a series of mysterious Christmas Eve murders in Victorian London. Nice. We've tracked a tall, red-hooded figure into a dark, snow-filled rail yard, when suddenly we are we are blocked by a vicious swarm of creepy-looking little blue-skinned fiends coming right for us. Oh, shit! Little Christmas demons. Oh, no. Oswald will be attempting to discern the nature of these creatures and any potential weaknesses that they have using Mm. his knowledge lore, which the GM has determined is a hard check. Yep. uh, Three purple. And uh, he has a, because he's a professor, he Mm -hmm. has three ranks and three intellect. So a total of three yellow dice. Three yellow. Um, Sweet. Versus three purple, three and purple. he is going to attempt to uh, figure it out. Now, what do you guys want to do to this pool? All right. Well, well no. I'm guessing probably at night, maybe. So yep, maybe dark. some maybe some darkness there. Would darkness um, but, uh, be a hindrance? But yeah, probably maybe one because well, maybe there's a barrel that has maybe a. Maybe a, mm. like a fire going in it or something. Well, yeah. I'm trying to discern yeah, what they yeah. are. If it's dark, it's yeah. hard to tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but there's maybe a little bit of light. You know, moonlight shining on the snow. That helps a little bit. But Moonlight. Now, still... we're in a, now we're in a rail yard. So what does it look like around here? Is there any other... So it's got like our... You know, we lots have... iron, lots of mm-hmm. old cars. Uh, snow, the smell of coal. There we yeah, go. cold 
coal piles. Right. Yeah, so I'm thinking only Catholics. one. I'm thinking only one because maybe that moonlight is shining off the snow, and mm-hmm. I've, I know I've been outside in the snow oh, at yeah. night with moonlight, and it does kind of yeah, surprisingly hands, light or... up. It's surprisingly mm-hmm. well lit. So okay. Well, I built Oswald in with a relevant talent for that. Ooh. He has knack for it lore. After nice. all, there you go. he's an all expert. Right. That's it. But this is a very nasty demon. Uh, doesn't always come out every year. It's very obscure. So I'll flip a story point to uh, to make it more difficult for him to discern. So have very you well a then. Bad girl then. Your character there, Stefan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a naughty list and a nice list. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I have three yellow, two purple, one red. Rolling it up. Sounds good. All right. All right. First thing, I uh, will pull out the dice that cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two successes and a threat. Oh, very good. Now, so with the two successes on the lore check, the GM would allow me two bits of information about these demons. Uh, mm-hmm. So one. They're the Christmas Eve demons of Krampus. There we They're go. part of Krampus's little entourage. Right. That's right. Trying to punish the bad people on the on the list, Santa's list. That's right. And the other hint he would give me is their blue skin and cold, icicle-covered faces would mm. give me the idea that they are perhaps susceptible to fire. Fire, yes. Yeah. The, the warm warmth of a, of a hearth that people gather around at Christmas time and so mm-hmm. forth. It's not so much of them. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so now uh, Oswald has a couple other talents that come into play. All right. Um, Oswald will be spending his maneuver, because they have not reached us yet. He still has his free maneuver. He'll be spending that to use coordinated assault, Ooh. which allows him to add to advantage to all the checks of his fellow uh, adventurers until Ooh. his neck end of his next round. Nice. I got to remember that then. All right. And well, well, get a green dice and put it on the two advantage side. You got it. And well as a, he also has inspiring rhetoric all the way up to the supreme version, which allows him to use it as a maneuver for one strain. There we go. So he will be using inspiring rhetoric to inspire his friends and tell them, burn these little icicle encrusted creatures to the ground. There we go. Nice. And so you will be making, spending three strength. That's two for the extra maneuver and one to activate uh, inspiring rhetoric as a maneuver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he will be doing a leadership check. Two yellow versus two purple. Nice. Um, and if, unless you guys have anything you want to do to it, I would assume that perhaps the um, threat from my previous role would be a setback on this one. Yeah, why don't yeah, you do I that? Think it would be, uh, yeah, why don't you do that? Appropriate. Okay. Rolling. All right. So the setback came back blank. Okay. All right. And I have a... It's cool under fire. A mm-hmm. single... Advantage. So it did not right. succeed. 
Okay. Unfortunately. But uh, the advantage I will pass to the next player is a boost die. Saying right. that though my words were inspiring to that mm. person, maybe mm. not so much to the whole group. Right. All, All right. right. Nice. All right. So I think we agreed maybe that, that my character would go, I think. Go uh, for it. Chris? Yes. Uh, right. So Lady Vivian Marshall Wolf. She's a rebellious daughter of a noble English family, and she has joined Professor Carraway and the sergeant in their investigation. She has brought her great-grandfather's monster hunter kit and a few tomes of supernatural knowledge she hopes might hold some clues to to stop this killer. So... uh, with what he's revealed about them being susceptible to fire, she's going to try uh, to find proper. You know, she probably goes, "Yes, I think I have the spell." Maybe looking through the book mm-hmm. that will hopefully uh, improve uh, the sergeant's abilities. Maybe uh, set his truncheon on fire, or oh, uh, maybe give it the a quality that might a help. Quality. Yeah, nice. exactly. Sweet. So she, so she needs the book, the proper page. So she maybe spends a maneuver looking through that uh, to look for it. So I wrote down some of her skills, but I wasn't sure which one mm-hmm. to use. I think I created kind of a special skill for this one since it's not magic is not like spell casting in other de- like realms of Tyranoth. You have to have books and stuff to. Mm-hmm. To cast it, so it's a special skill skill called rituals and seances. Sweet. So she's got the book. It's based off of presence because you have to have fourfold personality, especially if you're summoning spirits or want to talk to the dead. Of course you do. So she's got uh, well, she's not that good at it. She's got a good presence. Mm-hmm. So three presence, but only one skill in let's say in the uh, well two, yeah one one skill. Uh, rank in the seances. Okay. Giving her two yellow and one green only. All right. So. Well, she is trying to read in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Now, you're one or two. This spell is in the book already mm. built? Is it? Would it have she, like a difficulty applied to it already? She might have a difficulty. Well, what kind of difficulty would be to to enhance, let's say, uh, Sergeant's uh, Mansbridge. To add, to add, so we want to yeah. add the burst add the quality blast or quality. blast quality yeah, burn, or whatever. Maybe the burn, burn quality. The there. burn quality to his truncheon that he yeah. pulls out of his long pocket at the tail of his coat. <clears throat> what would that be? Let, that sounds like an attack. Yep. Yeah. No, it sounds like an augment, but it sounds I don't like know. an augment. A specialized augment. She's, well, I'm she's thinking, what's augment normally? Yeah, well, it adds a skill, uh, improves your skill, I believe. No, Remember? what's the difficulty of it? That's the thing. What? So uh, the difficulty of that, what is the difficulty of adding the burn quality to an attack spell, and then we'll add an extra difficulty to it just because it's not. Yeah, you're okay. going from maybe well, it could be. We're making so, shit up, man. We're going all right. Right, augments <laughs> normally two. Okay. Um, so and the two. burn quality uh, one? I think it's one difficulty. One, one difficulty. Cool. And uh, and I add think one. Add we're ad- doing something outside the box. Yeah. So four difficulty. Cool. 
Four purple difficulty. All mm -hmm. right, so we've got that. You can use my truncheon as the component to get your boost die since you have a component casting, right? Or yeah, maybe you, got, you have thought... something in a Monster Hunters kit, maybe some well, sulfur it, or whatever. Should... Well, sulfur or mistletoe. You know, it's a symbol there we of, go. of the family and affection and love, so it would add a boost die for that. The boost die from Tony's, I mean, uh, Professor Oswald's uh, inspire, inspiration. Nice. <laughs> or at least encouraging words. It's not, right. it's not inspired. Um, she, so that would be to try to, to try to do that. She finds finally the book, the page. Like, oh yes, this, uh, the bane of the ice demon. We don't uh, have all day. The little blue no, fuckers are on their way here. And she's got dark. In, she's got uh, dark insight. So because uh, she she's a bit rebellious, so she's been studying stuff that she shouldn't be. Uh, she'll voluntarily take a wound to add one success to this check. Oh, you bloody bitch! You're putting blood on my truncheon. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Come on! Yeah, but she's cutting herself to do that. <laughs> so we're looking at two yellow, one green, two blues. A black and four purple, yeah. and she's desperate to make sure that she wants to make a good impression to mm -hmm. Professor Oswald. She's going to flip a story point to get that yeah. green to, to a yellow. <laughs> Pretty sure we're going to be flipping one as the GM yeah. because you're oh, working with fire, dude. She's That's working it. with dark magic. Yes, exactly. Anytime you're going to use magic in a non-magical setting, you want to spend a story point. That's it. So there we go. So and make sure good, uh, you get to add a success and an advantage to this. Yes. I've, right. I've put some green two, dice aside. Two advantage. That's right. Two yeah, advantage. I've, I've well put two, two dice aside to re represent that those already count. So there we go. So All let's right. go. Do it up. All right. So remove the blanks. Uh, the difficulty and the setback were blank. We've got these. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Lots of successes. Remove a few that are canceled out. We've mm -hmm. got a threat there that still makes it that dice a success. There we go. Uh, oh, we have a despair though. <laughs> oh. oh shit! No! Oh my god! So, have we so succeeded? That removes, that that removes one of the successes though as well. But I still have a total of one, two, three successes. One, two, three, four, five, six advantage and a despair. <laughs> so she manages huh. to speak the spell perfectly, goes on. Well, the mistletoe burns up and surrounds her, her friend's truncheon. <laughs> I have an idea oh, of the uh, despair. Yeah. Right. And the advantages, I would say maybe some advantage that while he's trudging me, you. He feels confident. An aura of heat and fire surround him, which will kind of prevent him from being swarmed or knocked down for a, for a, for a little while. All right, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. What you got? Yeah, Tony? I like that. The uh, the aura of fire also sets book pages on fire. Yeah, yes, unfortunately, she. <laughs> Her fingers are on fire while she's casting, and it sets the book on fire. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. You put kerosene on it. Oh, I didn't think kerosene existed yet. It's, it's my nail polish remover. I dropped some of it. <laughs> the 
acetone. <laughs> no, I know what you do. You you actually drank like fireball, <laughs> and you spit it out on it, and whoosh. And you probably oh, no, like burn my mustache. You know my handlebar mustache too. What the uh, hell? All well, right. We'll so. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> well done, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, Sergeant Mansbridge, he is a peeler in Victorian England. Uh, Victorian England in London here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You all might know him as Bobby's as well, named after Robert Peel. Um, mm-hmm. Escorting these fine people here. Yeah? So, yeah, he's got his trench and is on fire. <laughs> um, he, and he's, gonna, he's got a quick strike ability, a couple ranks and a qu- couple levels of quick strike. So, if he's going before them. Would he get those? Okay. Because they had to use their full action to maneuver into position. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah, so then he's just going to go up and smash these things. So he's got a brawn of three. He's got a melee of one. You know, he taught him how to use it. And it's going to be a melee attack, so that's two purple, right? Yep. He's got quick strike. Two. So that's two boost dice. And then in the dark, however, he is surrounded by fire, so do we get to remove that setback die? I think is so. Is it like He's a torch? off light. Is yeah. the truncheon light. more of a torch? Light. All right, so sweet. Yeah. Um, of, course the, of course, the swarm has a defense of one. Yes, it does, doesn't it? And um, I'm going to spend a story point because never had a truncheon on fire before. And his, <laughs> he smells the hair, the 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 wax on his on his um, mustache yeah, has been bit. melted a bit. <laughs> the spell also has like mm-hmm. a, a sound effect, like jingling bells Ooh. of Christmas. <laughs> All right, and I have my two advantage that I get to it add like to like roasted this. chestnuts out here. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that too. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, he's gonna spend a couple of strain. And he is engaged with them, but did we were we spending all of that advantage to nullify the free maneuver? That they five advantages, so or five advantages would that require all of them, or I'd probably nullify for the maybe this I'd, first round. I'd say nullifying okay. their ability is three or four, so probably go with three. three yep. leaving you yeah. with enough to give him a boost die if you'd like. Yeah. Well, I was yeah, going to aim next. with aim to give me the boost die and more strength okay. and whatever. But All still, right. you know, maybe another boost there because of, yeah, the, the, the extra two uh, advantage. There you go. Yeah, and don't oh, forget that you the two had. extra advantage. That's right. Another boost eye. Yeah. Thank you, you boost eye Horius. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Glad you're on my team. Okay. GMs. <laughs> yes, GM. Do Check I need it. To- do I need to throw a red in here? Were you flipping one oh, too? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course, we have to. <laughs> All right. Got to kick it up a notch. You're surrounded kick- by yeah. demons. Exactly. <laughs> so I got a green, two yellow, four They're boost dice. They're about to dice. turn you into a bobby sickle. <laughs> bobby. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We'll <laughs> yeah. see. Look out! Ice. Look out! Get out of here, you little blue bastards! A lot of blanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we do have a despair though. Oh, but we do ooh. have a triumph. Oh, there we, we go. Have three successes and three advantage, a triumph, and a despair. Despair. So, right. 
um, his damage on this thing is going to be um, five. He's going to be doing eight damage. Okay. Activating the blast burn. quality, the burn quality. Yeah. So that doesn't get halved. Um, well, you don't have to activate it to prevent him from being halved. But right. oh. activating it will it will do damage again next round. That's that it. Works for me. We'll burn them next round, most definitely. That's it. Um, and um, setting them on fire. We have three advantage, so we're activating it, and then we're gonna use the triumph to maybe crit these bastards as well. There we However, go. However, comma. <laughs> All right. So roll a crit. I'll roll a crit. Here we go. All right. Seventy on the crit chart. Seven zero on Seven, the crit zero. chart is. Scattered senses. Target removes all blue dice from skill checks until the critical injury is. Oh, that doesn't suck. That yeah, does not suck. So <laughs> this wave of fiery energy transfers mm-hmm. off the staff uh-huh. into them, and the stick yeah. kind of snuffs out. Oh, that's the despair. Yeah. You <laughs> Do you have another one of those? <laughs> She's holding the flaming book. <laughs> yeah. Bring the book Half over here. We need to reload it. There's only part of the page of flash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we need to reload it. Bring the book over here. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I believe Professor Caraway will ex- will promptly retreat. <laughs> 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 Don't mind me, I got your back. <laughs> I'm going to check over here. <laughs> They're all yours, Sergeant. I'm out of here. <laughs> what are they doing? Money Python and Holy Grail. Run away, run away. <laughs> run away, run away. Yeah. Nice. Well that was fun. That was great. <laughs> that was a Christmas a good one. theme. That's right. It was a challenge, Chris. You when you told me you wanted it Christmas themed, I was like, "All right, let's, let's see yeah. what I can do." <laughs> I threw it out. Those either stuff in her eyes mentioned that at Christmas. Yeah, let's do a Christmas one. Yeah, That's why great, not? Dude. Well done. You're in blowout. Why not? So, <clears throat> well, Merry Christmas to you both. <laughs> yes, yes. Happy, happy holidays, people. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're celebrating, celebrate it well and safely. Well, exactly. what I've been saying all season has been. Merry what the fuck ever you celebrate. There it is. <laughs> I've just been saying Merry Christmas. <clears throat> All right. So, th- th- we ready to go home? I yep. think so. Let's go home. All right. We're wrapping up another show and wrapping up the year. I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, what we put out throughout the year and this show in particular. And want to do a little shout out to some of our fellow podcasters uh, or bloggers on the network. This time I want to just focus a little bit on the Wild Eye podcast. Um, Going through a little break for now, uh, according to Eric, last time I heard uh, some some of their episodes. It's all things Savage Worlds, but uh, they're just taking a little break for the holidays Mm And coming back, hopefully soon, we hope to see our arch nemesis so we can argue about which is better, uh, That's right. funky dice or games with cards and bennies. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and by the way, I got my cards. My, my have, wise guys cards. 
I mount my likenesses on a freaking playing card. I love you it. <laughs> You're so immortalized. <laughs> they have over a hundred episodes. You can go listen to their back catalog. If you've never listened and mm-hmm. you play Savage Worlds, mm-hmm. go give them a listen. They Absolutely. are full of knowledge about the setting. Well, Eric is full of Eric. knowledge about the setting. And Harris well, not and Gary provide <laughs> some of the best comic relief in the business. So, yeah. <laughs> Not for the squeamish. Not safe for work. <laughs> no, not so much. Don't want to play with your kids in a car. Unless your kids are growing up like not. mine. Then mm-hmm. if you're in your car with your daughters listening to these guys, it is kind of creepy, too. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, but great. they're still nice guys. We still like them. Love them. <laughs> yeah. And then so come um, back, come back strong and swinging in the new year. Absolutely. Um, and then I uh, just want to remind everybody that our next in two weeks we're going to have Darren West, one of the uh, mm-hmm. Foundry contributors, onto our show. We're going to interview him. So please reach out to us. Send questions, which you have for Darren. Mm-hmm. Again, he did um, Hadria's Shard Part mm-hmm. One, that adventure. Um, and he we're going to be all asking kinds all of stuff. Yeah. yeah, he, he, he works with FFG uh, Freelance, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we'll ask him all kinds of questions about that. We'll get yep. to know him. Get to know Darren. Um, yeah. If you Looking have questions for him, you can send them to us at mm-hmm. findingthenarrativepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can write to myself and Stefan at Finding the Narrative on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach out to Stefan by himself mm-hmm. at uh, FTN underscore Genesis on Twitter. Yep. Or you can reach out to all three of us uh, in the Nerds International community or the Finding the Narrative page on MeWe. Yep. Uh, if you're you know want to tell people where to find us, we're listening. You can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Others. Hey, I want to do I want to do one shout out. Go ahead. To my daughter Alexi, mm. on air. I know you guys might have seen this on our MeWe page. I, I, I snapped a picture of it. She painted oh, yeah. me a small little um, painting of finding the narrative, and she had even a dice symbols at the very bottom of it. I wanted to thank her for that because that was totally cool. She was so wasn't yeah. wasn't thinking that it was like <laughs> worthy or anything. I'm like, come on, you made it by hand, and this is great. So if you guys want to see oh, it, it, check it out on our MeWe page. And cool stuff. Yeah, it's a bit like. Kind of graffiti slash urban yeah. primitive kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm going to hang it right up above here so I can see it every time we yep. record. Inspiration. <laughs> Inspiration. Yeah. Immerses me. It'll immerse me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there we go. Yeah. So, since, and I have a little bit of, bit of uh, this will be the last time that I say my goodbye that I've been saying for the past year. Oh. Mm. From now on, I'll have a new one. Ooh, so retiring. This is Tony saying, for the last time, keep rolling them bones. And I say, I'll keep saying for as long as possible, don't forget to ask for those boost dice. That's right. And I am going to be keeping the saying, remember the rule of cool, even if your truncheon blows up in your goddamn face when you yeah. roll in despair. <laughs> but more than importantly, just have fun, everybody. Yep. Good night. Happy New Year! Uh, Happy New Year! <laughs> 
Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast, is not affiliated with or endorsed by any companies mentioned in this show. Any of the products mentioned on our show or appear on our website are the property and copyright of their respected owners. All items are used under fair use and educational and review purposes. All other items are the intellectual property of Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.